0: Extra Butter Podcast a podcast for great conversation and great movies. This is
1: Cam. This is Dylan.
0: We talking about YouTuber Dame Drops. Dame Drops. (laughs) Superficial. Like, I feel like a very...
1: Hey, listen, man.
0: (laughs) I feel like a a very, like... Like, that's such a unique group of people that know about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so many people are going to be like, what the fuck are they
1: talking about? I feel bad for the kids who don't understand what vines were. Because oh it's just six little seconds of like these hilarious. Look at all jokes. these
0: chickens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, if you, you, don't, know is, you don't know what that is, I don't know what to idea. tell you, bro. Oh, I dropped my croissant. <laughs> made me drop my croissant. Come on, bro. Like, if you don't know that sound, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Literally, it's like it's like the new like ones. she's too young for you, bro. She's too. It, young.
1: It is. It's the. It's the. She's too young for you, bro. And they were roommates. Oh God, they <laughs> and they were roommates. And they were roommates. are literally, like, 40-minute contemplation, uh, you know, of Vines on YouTube. And once in a while, I'll just click on it and let it roll. And, and I don't honestly, even need
0: to see the video. I can just, go, know. I can just, can just hear bro. it. But, dude, we're talking about Evil Dead, bro. What are we
1: talking about, Cam? We're talking about Evil Dead. Here we Evil go. De- what? Got the, got the VHS cup of coffee. Got Have you always had VHS. it? Uh, no, I found this one a couple months ago. This isn't the original box, though. This is like a, a redo one that Anchor Anchor Bay came out with.
0: That's the Sam Raimi
1: one, the original OG. I can't even tell. Oh, oh yeah. It so it's the OG. Hold on. Let's hold on. go. Boy, and then what's here? How <laughs> oh, Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. Bruh, I dude. like the box. I liked it. Like
0: i know we're skipping ahead but i loved um, the uh, evil dead rise when they go dead by dawn oh, dead yeah. by dawn i was like oh i know what this is referencing that's so sick
1: if you were paying close attention there was like a whole bunch of them and then even when i was thinking about it after i was like damn i missed a whole bunch too because some yeah, were very obvious them. like everyone screaming dead by dawn and then some were just a little bit hidden like the fact that they mentioned there's three books of the dead and stuff like that
0: yeah um, i I guess let's get into it right like we t- like there's the original um damn how many were there that sam remy did
1: sam did three three of them yeah the i've evil only dead. seen one
0: and two i haven't seen anything after
1: that until you saw army of darkness
0: i never saw army of darkness i think i saw ash versus the evil dead
1: yeah i'm pretty TV sure i've show.
0: seen that on the tv show yeah but um i only saw one and two and then like the thing that I, I guess we can just get into it the thing that I like about the originals was that Sam Raimi and, and a lot of Bruce Campbell too really showed like what you can do off minimal money minimal you know what I mean like it was it was very just like it, it, I'm sure a lot of horror directors now draw a lot of inspiration from just like the grittiness of Evil Dead because it was like we got this small budget and we're going to make something that at least like evokes some kind of emotion out of you. And that's why I'm making it as gross as humanly fucking possible. At the time, they were like, listen, a plot? I don't know, bro. Deadites? Sure. I'm just trying to make it as gross as possible, dude.
1: Have you seen the the short film that came first? No. There's
0: something that came before that?
1: Yeah, Sam uh, Sam and uh, Bruce were, were friends from like a young age and and they ended up making a short film that was basically just like, you know, kind of like when Deadpool did the little demo film. That sure, way they sure, could sure, get funding yeah. for the big film. It's basically mm-hmm. what they did. They filmed it uh, a little like 20 minute version of it. It's on YouTube. I found it on there earlier. Um, oh, wow. I think it's called Walk in the Woods. Uh, something in the Woods. I can't even remember right now. And it's yeah, it's like a very, very rough, you know, like fucking eight millimeter looking film of of you know a concept film that ended up getting them a bit of the funding so they could actually go and film the original which is like three hundred thousand dollars or something they ended up filming the original for Mm. they filmed it in a cabin just like the film cabin nothing around it no plumbing they had to live in there
0: Dang! No plumbing. ready filmmaking, bro. Just nasty. The Evil yeah. Dead
1: to me is basically like, how could we f up Bruce Campbell in every scene? <laughs> yep. Just throw dirt on him. You know he was down too. He was freaking down, bro. Like all the stunt work that my man Brucey was making himself. Oh god, dude, they just broke the hell out of him in these films, man. But he's so good. He is good. Um, they they went ahead and filmed this, and then. You know, I thought what was interesting was, remember when HBO Max, like last year, Pandemic Times and stuff, they did the release at the same time as the theater scenario? Yeah. I found out that they were doing like a big kind of marketing thing for Evil Dead to kind of get it going. And really? one of the things that, yeah, one of the things that helped was they got to show their film at the Canes Festival, just like not in the competition, but just there. And Stephen King was in the audience, master of horror himself and gave like a you know like a glowing review of it and that ended up kind of like snowballing snowballing and then they got distribution and then yeah. as part of like the distribution they went into the theater and they went on VHS at the same time wow ah. i just thought that was interesting cuz i was like i didn't know they ever tried to do a tactic like that where they kind of doubled down to put it at home but i guess but, it yeah. works when you have like a you know rated freaking x film Exactly. <laughs> that you're yeah, trying right. to get just about anybody to watch, but apparently it still did pretty good money-wise, enough to make more. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it's the the film is. I remember
0: one and two, and yeah, I mean, like they're ground-baking films. Um, but I, I think I, were you always a fan of the movies? Like before the 2013 remake, were you always a fan of of the series?
1: I didn't see. I didn't see them until college. Oh, okay. So uh, it wasn't like
0: you've been like a fan for a long time in the 2013 movie. Did the 2013 movie make you go back?
1: No, I I actually, I think it was like 2012 when we were in college. And then me and my girlfriend at the time, we went over like a friend's house. And Mm -hmm. he was just randomly, he had the second one on. And it was during the scene where like everything in the house is laughing at Ash like the deer the deer's on the wall and laughing and everything's going crazy and bombastic and Mm -hmm. i just remember like yeah looking at the tv and just being sucked in because it's the weirdest thing that you'll ever see because the first one you know it's definitely straight on like horror horror and then when you get to the sequel it's a little more camp a little more comedy so you're watching this thing that's like a weird blend of the two i just remember staring at it being like what the is that and then like immediately later that day or the next day was like let's run them let's watch these yeah this is so odd to me you know what i mean
0: i think uh like when i first started watching them i was in high school Mm. and it was like i was already kind of like horror movies and when i was a little kid were scary i was like terrified of them and as i got older I, i tried to become more like brave as like in my like when i was like eight or nine. I was like, let me be brave and watch horror movies. So I kind of got, like, accustomed to them by that time, like, 13. So in high school, I was kind of already on the brink of, like, making fun of them. Or at least, like, like that kid that's like, this isn't that scary. I was that kid. And when I saw <laughs> Evil Dead, the originals, I think I saw the first one at a at a friend's, at like, not even, like, I was with a friend and we were going to his, ho- his friend's house. And that friend was watching so I was like, "This is it." Like, obviously, gross, but I didn't think it was scary. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, "All right, like, whatever." And to me, like, so that movie happens. I I think I saw two after I saw the remake, but I saw the remake because uh, Cabin in the Woods come came out the year before this. Oh, yeah. Right and Cabin in the Woods, the Cabin in the Cabin the Woods was a movie that was already kind of making. It, it makes fun of this movie pretty much. Yeah. the original. It's 20%. making fun of. Oh, you saw? I was like, oh, okay, that movie's fantastic. So then Evil Dead comes out the year after and I'm already in the mindset of, man, this is going to be so whack. Like, we already saw Cabin in the Woods. It makes fun of movies like this. Like, it's going to be lame. And that remake was so good, dude.
1: They took it
0: serious, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's the first time ever where, like, they're stuck in a cabin. There's a reason for it. Like, it actually makes sense why they're all in the cabin. If you don't know, the remake uh, takes place where, like, it's a, it's a brother and sister and the sisters like going through like drug withdrawals. Like they're trying to get her clean. Yeah. So they go to like a, a abandoned like cabin to be like, we're going to go here and this is where we're going to detox you. Like you're going to get good. And people have had family members that are, you know, going through drug withdrawals and, and trying to get them clean. And sometimes you have to go to those drastic measures to do it. Like we're doing this now, you know? So it made sense why they were all there. And then when shit hits the fan, it's like, bro, how are they going to get out of this? And it's also the bloodiest movie you've ever seen in your entire
1: oh life. Gosh. It makes sense for the plot too, because when she starts going through these weird like possession things, they are just like, "Oh, this is she's her high. Going. This is her going, you know, having yeah, like she's she, yeah, yeah." She says she saw something in the trees. Obviously, you know, she's losing it. So there's a bunch of the film where they're screwed because they don't realize it. Ahead any any
0: person that would be like, oh fuck, if I saw that, I would have I would have left immediately. Yeah. Like, if that's your family member, and you obviously don't know that someone just found a a, a book covered in skin or whatever the like, fuck, um, you're <laughs> just like, okay, well she's going through it. It's it's really bad right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see this through, you know, until it's like too late, bro.
1: It's so it's, funny because uh, every horror movie has that guy that has to unleash it. Yeah, like, that's exactly. the kid you're going to hate. And it's like, you need it to, to get- Fucking you know, homie with the glasses oh had, had gosh, the most bro. punchable
0: face in the film. I was just like, bro, <laughs> like, why it. are you, like, he's sitting there fucking like a fucking nerd just just reading, reading that it. shit. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like, why are you <laughs> speaking it out loud? Oh, God.
1: Like, you need it to get the plot moving so you can actually unleash the evil. But at the same time, you're like, bro, you find a book made of skin, you put that shit back. You You put it back, dog. He's the only part
0: of the film that... Now, we're we're saying all that to say, like, the the movie is fantastic. The gripes that I had with this movie that I I surprisingly didn't have with Evil Dead Rise, Mm. where I hate the guy who finds the book. And then on top of that, there's a lot of characters in the the, the original, the remake in 2013, that you kind of know are there for a dope kill. You're kind of given no backstory. You're kind of given, like nothing on them so you're like all right well you're a body for sure you know what i mean whereas in evil dead rise in my head i was like who are they gonna kill other than the neighbors like they're not gonna kill the kids like there's no way you see what i'm saying so what sure anyway. about that <laughs> sure about
1: that <laughs> <Yeah>. all right <laughs> like, we're, uh, gonna spo- we're gonna spoil the new one too so yeah i am muff, so muff, sorry muff, muff your ears because that's what got me too when you're, well, jump around, but when you're watching the new one, when the kids get fudged up, I was like, this got some juice. You know what Bro. I mean? Like this is, I did not know it was going to happen like that.
0: It's it, another no. movie where like they, they, again, like they put you in a situation where it makes sense. There's an earthquake. Yes. Things are like, about. you can't get out of the, the apartment. They're in a dingy yep. apartment. Like everything makes sense why they're there, why they can't get out. I'm sorry I cut you off. You were saying something?
1: No, no, no. I was saying that's, that's my favorite part. Yeah. So what you're saying that was my favorite part of the new one was I I like things set in an earlier time because then you can immediately eliminate the things like why didn't they just call somebody? But the new one does such a good job of being like, there's no cell service, there was an earthquake, uh, the building got blocked off, this happened, everyone's stuck in the building, and then it made you so effing terrified because it's just like we're screwed. Ooh, yeah, it's 100% so then screwed.
0: Let's get to it, right? The the fucking like Makeup. Whoever does the the, the oh, first yeah. Deadites makeup in yeah. the original movie, it's a sister. In the uh, in the new one that just came out, it's the mother. Spoilers. Yeah. I'm sure you saw the trailers. But spoilers. It's the mother. The makeup job they do on these women they are the most. They're the
1: creepiest
0: motherfuckers. Like, oh my <laughs> god. When the, the, we're looking at a scene right now where she like first starts turning into the Deadite. Yeah. Oh man, is she scary as?
1: Fuck, dude. For the new one, I, I think it has so much to do with, like, the casting, too, because when you pay attention to the early scenes of the mom, that actress has such a uh, such an interesting face with, like, her cheekbones and her jaw and whatnot, so when they do the dead-eye makeup later, it just looks so cool that they just oh, yeah all that. You know what I mean? They bring Angelica
0: up. kept saying she kind of looked like uh, Olivia Wilde. A little bit. And I, if, I if you've ever like, seen... Uh, I think it's 2012, 2011's, maybe 2013. One of those three. Uh, Lazarus effect with a uh, fricking Donald oh, Glover. And I think yeah. Peters is in that. Yeah. Olivia Wilde becomes like a zombie. I don't know what the hell she becomes, like the demon or something. But the way she looks in that kind of reminds me how this woman looks in Evil Dead Rise*, but like times a trillion. Like she looks, any of those amazing scenes where they're looking through the peephole and she's like in the hallway,
1: It got me so bad. They do a good job in the new one of still including some of the humor, not going as like camp as like the two or army of darkness, where it's just like it's like it's almost like a jokey thing. Yeah. There's definitely comedic moments of just like yeah, the people getting effed up in the hallway, right. and just kind of casually walking, catching with bodies like, over her head that's just kind of like floating along while they're yep. behind them, like a Scooby Doo hallway scene. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Be yeah, a very, you know, the one thing that I noticed between the 2013 and the new one too is that throughout the whole like 30, 40 minutes of the beginning of the film, all they do is show you every weapon that comes later it's like oh here's yeah. the uh here's they the foreshadowed guns. the hell out of those weapons here's didn't the they? knife here's she breaks the
0: the, the horse or whatever like horse on a stick and it, beco- it yep. becomes like a the freaking thing yeah spear or whatever the freaking is um yeah and then the scissors she like leaves under the couch you're like ah oh, they're, they're gonna use that for something
1: you know that's a horror movie trope right there but the biggest thing that i Cause, cause I'm a, I'm afraid of this in real life too. So this sh- this got me so good in that movie was when she was, she was eating the glass. I was like, please! And they showed please. the swallow. Oh,
0: wild. oh my! Wild,
1: gosh, man! Wild,
0: yeah, shit was wild. You know,
1: you love movies. You grow up in them. You know how they're made. You get into looking at props and cool prosthetics. But when you see somebody eat glass and it shows the skin stretching, you still just look away. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little too much. That was tough,
0: dude. It's a little too much. Just that's the that's the scene, right? Is after all that, like that woman goes ham on that family and they get her outside and then you see old girl like start, you know, projectile nose vomiting black stuff. You're like, oh, she's going to turn. And then when she goes to the room and she's like up on the fucking cupboard like a monkey. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, you're like, oh shit. Like, it's like, there's another one, dog. Like, it's done. it's done, bro. No one's safe in this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> At some point all because film. that dumbass brother, when that earthquake bro. happened, goes in there and, it, bro, gets the book. Okay. He's got it. It pricks him in the finger. And he goes, let me DJ at this motherfucker. <laughs> Use the vinyl and play it out loud for the whole street to hear. Like, bro, what are you
1: doing, dog? He channels his inner black eyed peas. And he starts he starts advancing because the RPMs aren't right on the thing. And bro, did you hear playing.
0: who the, the voice of the recording is? Oh, yeah.
1: Bruce Campbell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, that's
0: cool, bro. He's still yeah, in here somehow.
1: Oh gosh, it's so creepy. I don't know how that kid kept playing that record. You know what I did notice about this movie though was I was trying to, you know, I watched all of them, you Mm -hmm. know, in anticipation of this and you know, I saw the new one and more than any other Evil Dead film, this one felt like they didn't care about winning. Like they basically framed the Mm. Deadites to me as just fucking unbeatable. Like there was no way in hell that you would ever win against this. It was more of just like you're just going to chop up some stuff and everyone's going to get murdered because it was even at the, you know, at yeah. all these points in the film it was like, they do everything they could. And it was like, nope, <laughs> like the book itself, the recording, everything was just yeah. like, you're not going to win. You're not that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I
0: think that's very interesting point is that they, you just never really felt safe. Hell, man. I didn't feel, I didn't feel safe in that movie until you see the chainsaw.
1: Yeah. Much. You know what I
0: mean? Because like, and the the fact that they ended it the same way as they ended the twenty thirteen brilliant. Because you saw chainsaw, you are like, ah, I know where this is gonna go. Um, but uh, yeah, you have a really good point, dude. Like they, they were relentless. The Nights were relentless in this Just movie. Just absolutely savage. Yeah. And it's
1: it's almost I uh, I don't know. It's such a deviation from what they did with Ash because you know they leaned into the the comedic element of it so in a way it was like you still almost always kind of twisted it so like you did have sort of a happy ending even though the fight yeah. was kept ongoing um I'll, I'll i'll try to summarize the army of darkness real quick if uh anyone's never seen it as well it's basically like at the end of evil dead 2 he supposedly has beaten the creature and it's gonna suck it away into like a time vortex and then he gets sucked in through it goes into a portal to like medieval times like 1300 or something and apparently that was actually supposed to be evil dead too they wanted to do a story where ash got transported back to medieval times to like fight the deadites back then and when they did the second film got this you know the funding for it got the producers on it they still wanted something of the original one so they went with that and then the third one became you know the time travel mm-hmm. and it's just so weird because it's him in medieval times and then they have to go get the ne- necronomicon book and destroy evil forever he fights a giant skeleton army ray harryhausen style <laughs> Yeah, fights a, fights a skeleton version of himself it is like really campy really stupid at times but it just fits in with some of it but uh, i yeah if, if you pick a winner in my book it's the second one it's always going to be number two yeah number two is solid
0: we just we're watching the scene now or in 20 in the 2013 where she cuts her tongue in half and then makes out with a girl <laughs> isn't that wild
1: It just freaks me. That's just such
0: a wild thing to put pen to paper on and then shoot. And then shoot that.
1: The guy who directed this, uh, Fede Alvarez, Mm -hmm. he did Don't Breathe as well. And then he's doing an alien movie right now. They're filming it right now that's really interesting a new alien new new xenomorph etc cetera, etc cetera. they're kind of going the same route that happened with they did the prey movie for Hulu the new predator film that movie was really like, well done they're just not telling anybody about it and just cool. it and releasing it which makes it yeah that hellraiser came out real real quick too didn't it that, real It's quiet. just like all of a sudden it was like this new
0: hellraiser
1: right just out of nowhere I hope it's got yeah. the same success as prey and the fact that like no one knew it so then when it came out you were like oh a predator film? this is really of film. good yeah exactly that's really good
0: all right yeah
1: they've been trying there. to spin off away from ridley scott on an alien movie forever now and i hope that like yeah. someone's, that he's at least him of all people is able to do it and actually make something like good <laughs> do you
0: do you have any uh horror movies obviously we're in the season of remakes do you have any horror
1: movies that you would like to see remake i'd like to see remake you know You know what's what's crazy is that Jaws, to many people, is considered a horror film. But there's been so many, like, horrible movies made to spin off Jaws sure. that they always just end up being, like, a joke to me. Like, how many, like, Megalodon, The Meg, Piranha, you know what I mean? Do you think you can make
0: Jaws scary now?
1: I feel like the only way you get close to it is something like The Shallows with like Blake Lively. Sure. Or you know, something that's like a found footage kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like there's no way to really make it anymore because it's just been so like picked over and done to death. You know what I mean?
0: I think the the introduction of that fake-ass Megalodon that doesn't even exist because they've made movies where the shark is literally the size of the Atlantic. <laughs> It's, it would be really hard to make, like, a movie of uh, just a normal-sized shark yeah. being scary. Like, yeah. the last water movie that scared me was uh, Open Water. I don't know if you ever saw that that movie. Yeah, I remember um, that one. But it was a movie where, like, if you've ever seen it, it's just about, like, two people who, like, go on a trip. They go snorkeling the in, like, uh, in a tropical country. I don't know, Jamaica or Cancun, for all I know. And they get uh, left while snorkeling, like the boat just leaves and goes back to shore. You've
1: seen that? You've seen That's it, right? That's based on. Was that was one of the based on a true story?
0: I'm sure it was. I I can't I can't speak to what the true story is. I assume it's yeah. that, but yeah, it is based on it, it happening in real life.
1: I think I remember that. Yeah,
0: and they're just like stuck in the water, like those two just. So it's scary because you know that like it's the it's the The rules of horror filmmaking, right? I don't know what the monster is, but anything that I'm making up in my mind is scarier than what you can put on screen. Yeah, Because of that, it's really scary because you don't know what's under the water. You can't see it. All you see is them just, like, gulping for air for, like, an hour. You know, it's crazy. And I think that could maybe work, but showing a shark, like, as a villain, right now would be tough. That'd be really hard to make that, like... As scary, like, I... Like, like I, I think I've told... I might have told the story on the podcast before, but the original Jaws made my uncle, like, afraid of showers. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the original was traumatizing for people,
1: you know? I think it's a... I think it's almost like a desensitizing issue thing, too, is we've had such crazy balls-out movies with gore and the wow. Saw franchise, the Hostels, and stuff, that, like, when you try to do a horror film, people are just like, mm, what else you got? You know what I mean? I've seen and it. And I think that's why... The ones that I've seen that are newer uh, that I like the most are the ones that are more like psychological, the ones that are more make you think, you know, the get under your skin, the it follows, the smile, stuff like that. Where... Yeah, the Ari Aster
0: like renaissance that's happening right now. Like...
1: Yeah, like heavy, heavy. The ones yeah. that really kind of like they spook you out because they get under your skin Joy versus appeal. the ones. Yes, exactly. Versus the ones that are, you know, just flat out like gore or anything like that.
0: I th- yeah, it's part of me like wants to keep going in the Jordan Peele like Ari Aster route of just like unique creative mm-hmm. filmmaking, and you know, it it, it kind of feels like they're like there's slasher filmmaking, which I I do love. I love a good slasher film, and when they make a good one, it makes me happy because it, it's just such like it's like action movies for horror. If that makes sense, like it's just like
1: yeah popcorn who's the killer who's the
0: killer you know what I mean yeah then there's the thinkers (laughs) which when we were growing up was like the M. Night Shyamalan horror movies like the ones that like what's gonna be the twist and I feel like Jordan Peele uh Jordan Peele more than Ari Aster has found a way to kind of combine the two to make it like a thinker but it, it can also be a fun movie you go see with your friends yeah Ari Aster's films are more like you leave and you're like, I have to dissect this with 18 YouTube videos just to figure out what I watched. Exactly. Um, But I do think there are some slasher films that could be remade that, like, I'd love to see another take on Freddy Krueger. I know people are tired of it, but I I would love to see it, dude. I really would.
1: That's the weirdest thing that's ever happened because two minutes ago, I was about to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? That's Yes, because that's the one that really fucking scared me when I was younger. Cause it was just yeah. something so absolutely terrifying about Freddie, just like jumping out of the dark behind some trash cans and stuff like that, you know, and his films get really, you know, campy and funny later on too. But I think that, you know, the remake didn't really work for, I think what people wanted to see, you know, regardless of how good the actor is that I think played Freddie, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. But I'm like, man, there's there's room there. There's something that you could do with with Freddie that I think still works, could still be terrifying. You could get another actor to play him, and that's the one I think that if you were gonna try to remake, I'd want to see because I don't I don't really love the Friday the 13th things. Halloween yeah. is obviously done. I you ain't touching that. I thing can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I
0: love Michael Myers is one of my favorite slashers of all time. I can't do any more, man. I'm done. <sighs> They ruined him for me in the last one, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Really,
1: I really wish they
0: had. When just, old dude beat uh, him up in a, in that cave, spoilers for Halloween ends if you haven't yeah. seen it. But if, I mean, don't, count your blessings if you haven't. There's so much that like, when they beat him up in that cave, you're just like, what, is, what even is this anymore,
1: dog? It's so, it, I really wish they had stopped with the first one because I thought the first one was done nice. It's just was great. It was a modern look on it, but it had all the 70s, Stuff just straight up for you, and I was like, "Well, if you didn't just stop there, you should have just done a tight two parter." That was like tight two because again, it it,
0: it sucks because there's parts of the movies that work.
1: Yes, yes. there's
0: certain parts of the movies where you're like, "Okay, that works." What you did there works, Mm -hmm. and then and then it just unravels into a mess. Like it's
1: oh man, those movies frustrate the hell
0: out of me, bro. I,
1: I I think like those are the ones that like yeah I wouldn't touch again. It, you know, wouldn't... I think, I think I'm good. I think I'm good on most balls. of them.
0: Scream is still going strong, and it's after crazy. 6... Yeah, six after movies. 6, I'll, I'll give it to them. 6 was good, so I'll give it to them. If they want to keep rolling, keep rolling. Texas Chainsaw, maybe you could do again, but again, are we done with that? There's been, like... The last one was Trash. I don't know if you saw the 2020? I heard so many bad things that I was... Yeah, I saw one. that one, and oh, man, that one was rough. That was a there's, rough This There's, watch. like,
1: 14 straight-to-red-box versions of Jeepers Creepers.
0: <laughs> Jeepers Creepers as a kid was one of my
1: favorite movies. Terrifying. Yeah, that yeah. movie
0: scared the hell out of me, yeah. But but uh, Freddy Krueger is such a... Because he gets you in your sleep, and sleep is so precious to me. <laughs> so, like, to know that, like, he's getting you in that... Like, you can't avoid sleep. And if you do avoid it, then you just become a paranoid mess. Like, it's like you can't even... Yeah, you can't escape it. Like he, you have to sleep at some point. Like it you know terrifies. What
1: I mean? like, it's terrifying to children because you learn about sleep deprivation, and then you learn that if you don't sleep, you'll die. So then it's just like, well, I sleep and I die. I Don't sleep and I die. And like, I die. You know what I mean? Like, because you've
0: already, as a kid, had a terrible nightmare before. It's yeah, and you're, and that's you're terrified. What, you know, that's, like,
1: like, that's what kills you. Is it's just like it's something so relatable because like not every damn kid went to summer camp if you did you could be like damn uh, watch out for freddie crew you know watch out for
0: i mean to be real if i'm if i'm being 100 percent honest like freddie or uh, jason never really scared me because i'm black and i don't go to pools i don't (laughs) i don't don't go to these like you know what i mean bro like it's like damn these white people are screwed huh like you know like it's i'm not gonna be around that area so Mm. I, i don't go to camp so yeah. <laughs> like, I'm good. You know what I mean? But like it, it Freddie is the is the one where it's like ah, it's bruh. anybody,
1: anybody yeah. and everybody. You anybody can street? get it, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: You don't I have to read a book, you don't have to he's just like as long as he's set loose on the town. If you dreaming on Elm Street, mm. bruh. Like... If
1: you are dreaming he's scheming, boy. <laughs> he's scheming, I don't he's care. Bruh. To get you.
0: But I mean, whatever just that little who nursery play
1: Freddie, who could play Freddie? Oh, that's not Robert England. Yeah. Because there's actors who are excellent with, like, prosthetics and stuff. Like, you got, uh, what's his name, Doug Jones or whatever from, like, the Guillermo's boy who's doing, like, Shape of Water, Hellboy, stuff like that. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prosthetics. Yeah. I was, yeah. There's a guy like that that could wear anything and he would look good, but it's like, where, where's the gravitas to back it up, you know? I
0: don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't even speak to
1: who would be a good Freddy. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be Chris Pratt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Please though. No. <laughs> I don't know. It'd
1: have to be somebody like uh,
0: unexpected
1: for me. In the '90s, they would have just hired Johnny Depp and let him run with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, Johnny yeah, I mean, Depp, Depp wasn't the Burton's, original. He wasn't. Imagine Tim Burton's Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Oh, it would be so gothic.
1: It would just be yeah. Oh, you're right. He wasn't the original. Johnny Depp got sucked through the bed. Yeah, dude. Johnny was Depp to gets watch, was just trying to watch like the Victoria's Secret show on his little uh, TV with the two antennas with his massive headphones. Yeah, he just sucked right through. He was sleeping.
0: Speaking of was, like, eating.
1: do you do
0: you think that the the 2013 original Dead is better than the first, the, the original?
1: No. See, I, I if I'm being honest, I think the 2013's better. Than the original I, I all the comments that I've seen the past two days they all agree with you that they're just like oh really something about yeah oh, there's cool. something I, I do get what their points they're making though there's something that's just so this so fast paced, it's so gritty, it's so visceral it, you know I used to think for a me it was points that they smooth out better you know
0: a, I used to think for me it was a sense of recency bias like because I had seen it in 2013 I was like, well, it's the last one I remember so maybe that's why I like it more. But then actually watching them again, it's like no. Mm-hmm. I, I think this movie. It's the same as um, like it, it's it's not trying to devalue the original. It's still like a groundbreaking cinema. That's mm-hmm. nothing's gonna change about that. But if you're asking me what the better movie watching experience is, it's a 2013. The same way that um, the remake to it is better than the original it, and, and, and there's nothing you can tell me. Like I love Tim Curry's Pennywise; he's fantastic. But you cannot sit here and tell me that that's better than Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. You're out of your mind.
1: I'll say two things: the doing the podcast has really helped me with the uh, with the what did you say the recency bias? Yeah, I love that because that's what I've been really opening up my head to when we've been doing this podcast is like knowing that. I used to think in those kind of terms that like the new thing was always going to be better. The new thing was always best. And then I started realizing that's not always the case because they could fumble that easily. Absolutely. That being said, I was so effing hyped for the new it film when it was coming out, whatever year that was, you know, I, I, you know, I'd read the book. I was all up in it. Stephen King mania. Has and you seen the, the originals?
0: Has you seen the yeah, original? no, definitely. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Good.
1: Yeah. E- every kid is afraid of clowns for oh, one fucking reason, and it was that two part miniseries with with uh, yeah, Curry as the fucking Pennywise. But oh, it was this, the original
0: um, the the scene uh, where where um, um wow, man, what Georgie puts his his arm in the the original film scared. Yeah it's it it comes at you
1: with the teeth that's when i knew that the new one would be on another fucking level the the new
0: one where they drag him through the storm drain i can't and then you get the it title like bro okay this is better this is better
1: i think i watched it with my dad and i remember like you know the the scene is sucking you in and everyone knows what happens i know georgia gets fucking killed but the scene just all of a sudden goes and he fucking just opens his mouth And just yeah. snaps on the kids Like arm And I, I looked at my dad because I was like yeah I know it This is going to be way better Like, <laughs> this Way, is be way better, better bro It, it, it has it,
0: the same Stranger things kids acting Like where mm-hmm. the kids are so good On, an, like, on another level ooh, like, Insane
1: and all those kids Like all of them pretty much Have gone on to then start forming like Insane careers already You know Yeah I mean? exactly and, have you ever read the book
0: i have that's the only stephen king book i've ever read and i and i and i regret it
1: you regret it i
0: that that book is so disturbing bro
1: it's so disturbing and some of the shit
0: he writes in that book you're like fucking crazy you see what i'm saying like i read it and i was like what even is this like this is nothing what i thought it was gonna be you know
1: my shelves are full of king books because like i love his stuff but from that first chapter you are just so effing sad because like you know what's gonna happen to Georgie and you're just like man this is like it puts a weird knot in your stomach because you're like I'm about to read the whole story of the kid getting killed like little yep. kid and it's so depressing I cried probably like two times reading that book because I used to really read, yeah I used to oh. I was reading it working at the movie theater I was That's like, this crazy. is the start. Yeah. I wanted to start reading his stuff, and I thought I'm going to start with it because I have the most interest in. Oh, that it was book. the
0: first Stephen King book you read.
1: Because I was like, man, we'd all seen Curry do it, and they were going to come out with the movie. So I said, let me start there and yeah. just continue through. Like, but I'll start here, and it's huge. And I read it at night, like you know, at one a.m., two a.m. Sure. After we got out of the movie theater doing like a night shift, and it just scared the fuck out of you, man. There's a scene yeah. about dead voices from the kids coming through the drain in like the bathroom and I'd have to go to the bathroom and I'd be Uh, freaking out trying to wash my hands, but it made me cry at least twice because there's something about the book that made me realize that the kids in it, like it was almost like a manifest destiny thing. Like they didn't have a choice. They were always going to have to fight Pennywise. And it made me so fucking sad to think of like little kids having to do this thing that's just so far beyond them it's a and how much fight. they don't want to go back yeah. when they're adults oh the you know the what I mean? like made me... when, what's the oh the it's so guys, bad what's
0: the black kid's name
1: um whew, man it's been a while uh, i forget too i don't I know everyone. what
0: but yeah when he has to go recruit everybody it's like yeah that sucks because you know everyone's like bro are you serious like i was eight dog like what are we talking <laughs> about i'm not going of, back
1: the part that made me cry was whenever they've done the movies they always did it part one part two which always bothered me because then part one was the kids and part two is the adults. so yeah. with both versions the adult one is always a little bit boring because it in the original pay. it's the worst part it's bad it did, and even this the newer one it doesn't have the same pizzazz you know what i mean like there's well, nothing it, about it. i thought for what the
0: book gives you i thought it did the best job like it's out it's of the, out of the two, yeah Yeah, because even in the book, I enjoy the kid stuff more. than The the adult stuff gets weird, bro. We're talking about a
1: turtle. It's um, but the book, yeah, it goes side by side. So all the events happen like one on top of each other. When they fight Pennywise, it's basically layered. So they're talking about the first fight layered with the second fight. The part that made me cry was there's a part where they're going to go down and fight it when they're kids and one of the kids turns to bill and just says like bill i'm scared and bill's like me too and it echoes it in like the next piece because when they're adults he repeats it and says it to him again and for some reason it just really made me cry because i was like dude this is like it's not an option like they have to go do it and it was so man it was so frightening to me that like i was just like tearing up about it at like 2 a.m um the, the turtle kid, they
0: don't have a they don't have a choice.
1: The turtle is is further reading because his Dark Tower series is something that like ties all his films all his books together. The turtle is, and is the turtle in more is, than one
0: film or more than one book.
1: Yeah, the it's so hard to try and is the pearl
0: is the turtle is like Pennywise's enemy or something, right? It. Oh, man
1: i don't know how to explain this in the world i'm so of- sorry baby. No, 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 we're getting no. deep in, oh we're getting deep uh, in yeah, the I'm world sorry. Of, of stephen king we'll say like that well, like right here this is the this is the dark tower right yeah. the dark tower is like the nexus point for like all of existence and like every reality every like alternate reality dimension everything like branches off of that so if like everything tower- he's ever written yeah. So if like the shining the tower, is, uh,
0: is, 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 is part the- of
1: everything. It's like a, it's like a level on the tower, like that what? reality. So there's certain books that like take place in the same kind of reality. And then there's ones that take place in like an alternate dimension. And then, you know what I is mean? This, like, a, is like this a in it? Maybe I
0: missed this
1: part. Sort of. It's, it's a multiverse, right? So you have, but does he
0: explain the dark tower in it? And I just missed it no I don't not remember really. it. okay because i'm like this is like something that i don't like what are we talking
1: about? so basically there's there's different um there's different paths you can take to like like an east northeast southwest to the tower there's like there's, okay. like there's different routes to it and at the beginning of those routes there's like a guardian there's like a creature guardian for it like one mm-hmm. of them's a bear one of them's this the turtle is one of those oh so pennywise the scene that they've never put in it that fucking disappointed the shit out of me is when the kids learn where it came from and the fact that they never well, that's what they're the doing in the prequel 20. that's
0: what they're in the prequel right
1: um i'm not even sure they there's a people coming out right it. now that they're oh, i forgot that they're that. Do- yeah yeah there's people
0: real- now mind you i don't know if if they're gonna show the kids in it and then like because they did never uh figure it out which i do remember in the like they in the they don't ever figure it out in the movie, like they, where they, he came from.
1: They like but skimmed it, I think. I don't really remember.
0: I don't think they did in the movie, to be honest. I don't think but so. to be fair, um, they are making a prequel, and I, I'm sure they'll. I mean, it's, it's a, it, obviously it's an adaptation, right? They can do whatever. They yeah. Want. But I, I knew they were doing a prequel. I haven't heard that Skarsgård signed on, which makes me nervous because
1: probably not. To me,
0: he needs to be in it. Like it, he is Pennywise at this point. Like I, Bill Skarsgård is. talented bro he's killed it that kid's something special um so like he needs me in it but (laughs) uh, i'm sure they'll do a little bit more explanation but i think this is kind of where if they do go that route where they do explain more of a turtle and shit this might be where they lose people
1: you know i mean like (laughs) we were like what because the, the the to nutshell it the kids basically like they build like this little underground like teepee thing and they kind of smoke it out so that they could have like a vision of like what happened and they have a vision of the past like millions and millions of years ago when the earth was still cooking and shit pre-dinosaurs and they see like this tear open up in this meteorite land and it's pennywise like millions of years ago landing in like prehistoric fucking maine and pennywise came from the i think they call it the macroverse so he's from a whole different kind of like dimensional thing where he exists as those uh lights things that you end up seeing. Yeah. So it's it, it's almost like you could just sit there and keep in the movie he's talking game.
0: about the, the the where he opens his eyes and they're just like hypnotized by the lights.
1: hmm That's and that's Pennywise's like original form. It's what humans perceive his original form to be. That's yeah. why at the end when he's a spider it's because the human brain can't comprehend what he looks like. So to them it looks like a spider. Right. If that makes sense. You really just, it, that's why I fell in love with the King stuff because when you realize that a bunch of his shit is a multiverse thing and so much of it connects, you just want to keep going because you just want to find all like the pieces that keep putting it until you get on to the Dark Tower series and you realize where it all connects and then it makes you so emotional that you cry. <laughs> it's like, bad. dang, it's, bro. It's, all right. it's I'm not, all right. I gotta get more good, hip man. with the, I gotta get more
0: hip, dog. I I, I know that majority of people have either a only seen the original or b seen both very i don't think that the 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 mass majority of people i don't think have read the book Mm -hmm. but it is something that i feel like though for me again it was such a weird book and there were parts that i was like i don't want to read this anymore like it just it just gets so strange if you can't hold on it seems like Dylan's saying, like, it gets good. Like, it, it seems like it gets there, right? All right. Fair
1: enough. There's Fair the enough. Dark Tower thing is, like, seven books and, like, a prequel. And then there's, like, you know, 10 or so other books and short stories he wrote that, like, will directly tie into it. That yeah. you could read, you know, you could read the seven. You could read that. But reading his whole thing as, as like, one unit will help you see, like, the bigger picture. And there's a villain that goes across multiple. Yeah. Other, the Man in Black, etc but yeah there's definitely ones i would never recommend people starting with it i would recommend starting with the shining a hundred percent like the shining or something a little yeah a little more mild like that because yeah it's definitely one of those things that yeah it's it's a lot maybe i started
0: off wrong again it was yeah it was a lot so again i read it um, I read it after, because I saw the original as a kid. And then I read the book in college, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was in a dorm. College. And then, yeah, so when the new one came out, I remember, because we were, I think we were working at the theater when it came out. And um, I, so. I remember seeing it, and um, the first time I saw it, because when you work at the theater, you see movies 10 trillion <laughs> times. I saw the movie a lot. Um, but when I saw it the first time, there was a woman or a family that brought in a little kid and I remember thinking at the time when they walked in like I, I damn I don't think they understand what they're about to do to this kid because the original traumatized the hell out of me so I know this one is going to like I can't even imagine what this one's gonna do to if, if you're if you're that young <laughs> yeah but but anyway the uh, the beginning happens uh it's a beautifully shot scene the, the where Georgie's um Paper boat is like going down that. R- it's so beautifully shot, like it's so well shot. And then you see Pennywise in the in the drain. Bill Skarsgård does this drooling bit that's terrifying. And then like Dylan and I were talking about, you get the part where he's like, "Don't you want your boat, your boat?" <laughs> and then he takes tries to take the boat back, and then he gets bit, and the kid starts screaming, crying, screaming, screaming, crying. And you see, like, and as me, I'm sure people were annoyed. I understand. That kid is like, what was that? His bro? shoulder
1: got ripped out. You know you what I'm saying? And drug yeah.
0: down a storm drain. Like, so he's screaming, and then I literally see the the two the 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 two things happening in parallel. The it title card going on screen while it goes down that river or whatever it's going. That's like it and oh, it's, it's upside loud down. As hell and it's too. so yeah. loud. So you're, I'm watching that while I'm watching this family take a baby or a child over their arms and walk out of the theater. <laughs> and I was like, this is going
1: to be crazy,
0: bro. Those this movie is going to be...
1: Never forget, forget it.
0: Bro, they left immediately. They never oh, they never came back. Gosh, they never man. came back.
1: I feel like they just didn't know what they were watching and they were like, Absolutely. tickets to this. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They just,
0: I, I'm sure it was like one of those family. Again, we worked at the Disney Springs location. So it's probably like... We just got done Disney. I've heard about this movie.
1: Yeah. Let's just hop in
0: the theater and let's just sit down for a bit and go watch a movie. And then it was just like, not this one, dog. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I better take your asses to Secret Life of Pets. Just... <laughs> this ain't the one, dog. You know what I mean?
1: It's yeah. got to be a Minions movie for the yeah. love of everything. It's got to be a bro. Minions movie. That movie was that, not so the funny. one, bro. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen The Shining? Yeah, the original, of course. And then you well, watch after you definitely oh, watch Doctor Sleep. Uh
0: if it's Mike Flanagan, I've seen
1: him. Yeah There yeah. you go. Mike Mike's the best, right? Yeah, Mike is I would love to just be in a room with that guy. I think his
0: his story is is script writing, his direction. I, I if I could if we could do just a podcast about the haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. that to I'll me on is one way. of the that to me is one of the best television series I've ever seen in my entire life. I thought the writing, the, the direction, I, I could nerd out about that shit all day. I'm not going to bore you guys right now, but that stuff is crazy, bro.
1: Yeah. The exciting the, I mean, there'll be like book adaptations that come out like Hunger Games, things like that, that kids mm-hmm. are, you know, kids, teens are like, Oh man, you know, so much anticipation. I hope it doesn't go bad. That was for once in my life. That was me with the, with Dr. Sleep. I was so game killed it. So in anticipation for that, because uh, I got to that book, I read that book, I sat it like thinking about it for a week, and I was like, I think that's the my favorite book I've ever read. Like not just King, but like ever. It still still stays my favorite book I've ever read. Yeah. So when it came out, I was like, man, I know it's not going to be bad, but I was just like, I have to temper expectations because they're not going to get to every scene. They're not going to hit every emotional nuance that I want to see. Yeah, and I was still blown away because he was like, how about 3 hours? How about a 3 hour film? Like it's like 245 or something like that. Hey man, it had Rebecca He had uh, a lot to adapt, dog. Rebecca Ferguson, the best. Ooh. Killing it as Rose the Hat. He had Ewan McGregor. Hello there, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Come on. Killing, dog. It. Killing it. There were so many legends in that f- Bruce Greenwood. I'll, yep. just, I'll just start dropping names. The movie's great, bro. I think it, it
0: definitely. Flanagan is one of those fil- the directors or filmmakers that, yeah, pretty much anything that man does, I'm I'm game. He's even the the one that isn't being received so well, the Midnight Society.
1: Yeah, which if you haven't seen uh, midnight, on Netflix, Midnight, midnight Club or something.
0: Midnight Club, Midnight. I think midnight it is. Club. I think it is the Midnight Society.
1: I can't remember. It,
0: it pretty much is, and I'm—I haven't seen any uh, interviews on it, so I could—I, I, I, it's—I am fairly certain it's just an olden take of what "Are You Afraid of the Dark" is, hmm. but just brought in like a very like well-written story about kids with cancer. Right? They all have cancer.
1: Hmm. Oh um, yeah, I remember the reading the synopsis for that. Yeah. Oh,
0: you, you didn't see it. So it's basically just nah, about a bunch never. of kids with cancer who. Like, all go into this, like, uh, the a basement of this hospital and they tell ghost stories. So it's it's pretty much, and they all say, like, the same, like, you're now in the Midnight Society. Or they all
1: say, it, it is, Are you afraid oh, of the that's dark? Very, that's very similar to Peter Straub's ghost story. Hold yeah. On.
0: And then they, they just like tell the story. And then whoever, whatever kid is telling the story is the actor of that, like, episode because they, the, the, the stories they tell are acted out. Um, and it's it's really well done but like that one wasn't received too well. and even then I was like this guy is like Mike Flanagan's out here like listen, I'm gonna make what I want to make. like it is what it is. like his stuff is good man. this stuff is really good. Let
1: him cook. <laughs>
0: let Flanagan cook man.
1: let him cook. He's the, he's uh leading the charge too on the, doing that dark tower series. Is he really? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure he'll do he was, a good job. He was cooking it up as a as a television series for yeah. Amazon. A Midnight Club. There we go. Midnight okay. Club, yep. It got passed on at Amazon because they didn't want to do two similar shows at the same time because they were spending five bajillion dollars on Lord of the Rings. And then they mm. did it anyways because they added the Wheel of Time show. So now he's continuously trying to push and, and sell the show to like a different network for someone to pick it up. That's dope.
0: Yeah. I- the the man I I remember I, the first movie I saw of his was um, I think it was Ouija or Origin no yeah it was it was Ouija Origin of e- Evil wait no the first it's movie Hush, I saw really? of his was Oculus yeah Hush is great the first movie I saw of his was Oculus hmm. which is a fantastic film and then and the through line is other than Doctor Sleep this mirror is in every single movie oh really. Yeah, the mirror from Oculus. Interessante. It's always around, other than Dr. Sleep, because he felt that that he needed to be respectful to the King's material. Mm-hmm. And I think in Gerald's game, because that's King too, right?
1: Yeah, it's a little.
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, it's in that one. But everything else, he's throwing that, that, that mirror in, which I think is cool. Um, but he hasn't missed, man. I haven't seen the fall of the house usher, but every other movie or show, even if it's not as best as, like, Haunting of Hill is the best show out of the haunting series. Uh, but the Haunting of Black Manor is really good. It's still decent. It just isn't the Haunting yeah. of Hill House, yeah. You
1: know? Midnight that. Mass was
0: pretty good. A very, he's very uh how do I say he's very monologue. His characters always have like such long monologues. I like that
1: though. Like yeah. kind of style, you know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, like they got a lot to say. You can tell that man's <laughs> writing a lot.
1: you know is there a director that has not really touched a horror genre that you want to see really just go for it and that you know just be like all right cool i'm just gonna make a horror film like you know even if it's more their style like still see a horror film from them Mm, that's a great great question because there's directors like spielberg who have made films that people call horrors like jaws jurassic park like yeah i think you would have to throw like I, th- I think steven
0: um or blah wow what were we who were we just saying oh spielberg i think spielberg's yeah. like uh he's like the Le- lebron james of filmmaking he can just do everything there's really nothing that spielberg can't do so it's like he makes on the
1: block yeah. you know what
0: i'm saying yeah it's just like to me it's like he he there's really he's made one of the like if you're rating horror movies you Jaws is top 10. Mm-hmm. You can't not put Jaws in top 10. And then there's, you know, the action movies he's done with Indiana Jones. There's... Uh, didn't that brother do The Color Purple? Mm-hmm. Steven... I mean, uh, Steven Spielberg can't miss, bro. It's just oh, like he, my life. Yeah, that, that is one of the best Black movies ever made. Directed by Steven Spielberg.
1: A little Jewish it's, guy. It's crazy, bro. He's got... He's got Minority Report for sci-fi. Yeah, got AI artificial intelligence, which was picked up from something Kubrick was gonna do, and then he picked it up for him. Bro, ET. E mother flipping T. Are we? Got, are we even? You yes, know what I mean. He got Band of Brothers, so he's got the war drum, He's got yeah. the war thing in the in the bag. He's got like the historical stuff, like Lincoln. Uh, right. Richard oh, Smith.
0: oh, you need an animated film, The Iron Giant. Iron Giant. they will just throw that in there. Just one on of the best too. one ever. Yeah, one of the best animated movies uh, ever made. I'll just throw it yeah. out there. Tintin movie. He was Tintin movie. Too. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you need uh, the Holocaust made into a film? I got
1: you. And there's lists. You got. I'm Jewish. You got anything <laughs> and everything. He said, I got it, boy. I got I, it.
0: I'm Jewish. What you need? I'll, I'll make the one that they, they make you watch in class every year.
1: Sure. You know what? Uh, you know what's probably the closest he ever got to something that I see as like, yeah, that's a horror film for me is. Uh, 05, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Cruise, Cruise the Dakota so Fanning. Amazing. Like, yeah. the, the moments when they go out after the invasion and the it's the red blood vines yeah. covering everything. I think that's the closest he ever got to being something, like, really terrifying. And then when yeah. you learn that the film was, like, an allegory for, like, post-9-11 America, you're like, this is fucking terrifying. Like, this actually got some really creepy, like, undertones in it. You know what I mean? The man movie. don't miss, bro did you see west side story because it was pretty the good 2021 Surprise.
0: yeah uh i would i saw it with my mom who grew up with the original mm-hmm. she liked this one better oh you high know high. why it, it's not uh because there's actual people of hispanic descent in yeah. the fucking
1: movie with no subtitles i love no it. subtitles i thought it like was it, really cool man
0: i'm sorry yes the original is great you're not beating me with, like, these are the like the, the race that represents the people. Like, alright, they win. They win, dog. I'm not... I care about the story being authentic. Like, I'm... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, jeez, man. That movie was really... I, I feel bad, because... Was it Ansel Elgort or whatever? What's the lead actor's name?
1: Ansel? Elgort Ansel, yeah.
0: Ansel Elgort I think because of his scandal, whatever was going on with him, I think that's mm-hmm. why this
1: movie didn't blow like it was supposed to. I knew that Rachel... Who played Maria here? I knew she was gonna be a, a fucking star. She you, kills when it. You saw and that Ariana Debo.
0: De, oh like my god! Eating,
1: gosh, bro, eating bro. every scene, just just, just laying. Just,
0: America went off, dog. She was very very head. good. I wanna be a baby.
1: For me though, nothing is beating the what's his face Tony's like whole song that he sings. What is the first one that he sings? No, 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 Oh, before, before. tonight. No, no. What is that? Wow, i can't remember the name of that song it's like no, he's no, saying maybe he's saying t- he maybe tonight I can't oh oh at the store. oh yeah 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 yeah. i don't know the name. i can't think of the name of that song i, I know
0: me.
1: what you're talking about i know what you're talking about that to me and the original film was way better than the version they did in the remake just because i just loved him out in the alleyway and he's you know dancing around yeah. he's throwing everything he's for you blood. it's old hollywood huh it it is. It but is there man. is a lot of things that about that remake that I thought were pretty good.
0: No, nah, I feel you.
1: I, I mean, it's oh, it,
0: it's man. it's old Hollywood, baby. You watch uh what's his name do? Singing in the rain. It
1: this is, is something Kelly. so
0: Gene Gene. This is something so beautiful about that about that. Like it's old. the The rains as thick as it could ever be. It's it, it, there's literally it's like a broken hose.
1: And he had a fever. He had a fever. Yeah, I think he said he was running like over a hundred degree fever and he was just out there and he's killing it. Learning more about Gene Kelly and his films. You learn that Gene Kelly was like ripped physically, like not not like, not like he was benching 400, but to do those kind of scenes in a, in a film to dance, to do all that. I was like, you had to be so athletic to keep that up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I remember the, yeah, he had a fever during this scene. That's wild, considering uh,
0: it's literally one of the most iconic scenes in film
1: history. Carrie Fisher's mom is in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, Debbie
1: yep, Reynolds, yep. yeah. Yep. And she, yeah, again, like it's like this.
0: it's uh, it's the same as for you young kids, the ones that watch Wednesday and were like, I can't <laughs> believe Jen Ortega did that. I think she had COVID.
1: Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah that, COVID whole during, whole whole that, during that during yeah. that dance scene,
0: and you're just like, oh, like it's bro, when you got talent. Listen, man, turn that camera on and let me, as Dylan
1: says, let him, let me cook. Bro. Let him cook. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my new favorite thing to say bro. for the kid's slang. So I, I want to use it as much as I can. Bro, been, I want to use it before it goes yeah. out of style. You know what I mean?
0: Hey, man. Sometimes you gotta, you
1: gotta be the one. Yeah. Watching this depresses me though. Seeing him, uh, like hanging off the light pole because it reminds me that they killed that great movie ride at oh, Hollywood Disney studios Disney. and Disney. Yeah. Oh, God. I rode the shit out of that ride. every time. That's my favorite ride at Disney
0: World, period. Yeah, I love that ride.
1: Every time I was like, can we go there? Can we go there? Just so I could get on that ride. And I just liked the fact that for like 20 seconds at a time, you were just completely immersed in the picture the way you would be watching it at home. Like, when you went through the alien hallway, you just got so creeped out. Freaking Sigourney Weaver. Just just go. on the wall with the flamethrower and it looks nothing fucking like her it's like whatever macy's mannequin was left over and then xenomorph comes through and it's spraying smoke you know you get to the wizard of oz and you want to cry it's did you want to be one of the
0: the hosts people that like they host the ride oh yeah i remember you look like you would want to be that guy i I would love they wore for people that don't know the people that used to work that ride work wore like suit jackets and and and, uh like they're a little like little producer men you know just (laughs) like oh man is such a lit little gig and they you sit on a cart a moving tram and they would just talk about movies
1: you had to be the guys there was a guy that came up that was like a gangster guy let
0: me get your
1: car sure. Like he had to steal the Everybody car the keep your hands and
0: your toes in the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're the Western section and it was just John Wayne on a horse going saddle up, pilgrim. Or you got the mafia scene, which is oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. the shootout.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's how you know we've been yeah. on it a lot. You got two separate scenes. It was either a mafia <laughs> scene where they would take over your car or yeah, you yeah. get like Clint Eastwood on a horse oh, just gosh. looking mad as hell.
1: The mafia shootout was like, get him, Johnny.
0: Yeah,
1: man! I'm not going that, back to jail.
0: That ride was awesome. they so always, they always, you'd always pull away, and then he'd look at you and go, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> and then the I, I went on it so many times. They'd be like, "What are you looking at?" And then everyone in the car would go, "Ha ha ha ha!" Like I was like, "Oh man, you're gonna get it every time you get that laugh, bro."
1: I just liked it because it just gave everybody, no matter you know, all the young kids that went through it, it gave them all just a quick little you know peek at like there's Casablanca you know there's Wizard of Oz like every kind of genre it it zipped through and it's like you could go home and then look at like oh yeah that's that guy was from the ride that was this scene with the plane and it sucks when they got rid of it because I feel like the original intent of that it's not Hollywood Studios anymore yeah it's it's not Hollywood Studios you know
0: MGM was the golden hour or the golden hour of it back I think for me Obviously, it did make the change to Hollywood Studios, but still felt like you were just walking into Hollywood land. Yeah. And back when the, it, like, the middle of the park was the Sorcerer Hat. You remember that? Oh, yeah, that's so cool. That, that to me, was, like, the the best Hollywood Studios has ever been. Don't get me wrong. If you love Star Wars, Star Wars Land is really cool. Like, I'm not trying to diss anything that's there now, but, but. it just feels like Star Wars Land with, like, remnants of what was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like Star Wars the is cool. jones show so oh, nothing, bro. nothing's beating that
0: yeah and, I, and, I, and i'm sorry but i'm sure it's not long until that thing goes away
1: so yeah uh, that's why i'd like to go well on there's a new movie coming out they so they maybe go. i'm tripping maybe you maybe ne, you do. never know you never yeah. know i'd like to go on some of those before it, it they go away completely because i wasn't able to do all the universal stuff before they got rid of like jaws and the terminator 2 show sure, and sure, sure. all that jazz that's why every time i go i ride the hell out of the et ride because i know that baby's on a time limit you know yeah iris
0: mean? spielberg this is a rumor i don't know the truth but I, i've heard that
1: he would be really upset if
0: they let that ride go which is why they still haven't um done it yet but i mean it's a matter i, of I, can't, I can't i can't i just can't imagine universal doing that to him considering that like you know yeah. the Jurassic Park like they still they still pay this man millions so I feel like if he's like just keep that one open it's like all right if Disney's gonna keep a small world open we can keep E.T. you know what I mean like yeah because I, Park- I think a small world is such a waste of space but there's a lot of people who would set, like, oh. crucify me for that oh you know it'd be
1: so bad because Jurassic Park benefits from having like more and more movies always be made so they were able to update the ride with the new stuff Yeah, there ain't no damn new E.T. so it's like it's just the same
0: it's the only ride there that still on, has you know? the that original flair that Universal Studios had so I'm just like if you're gonna keep mm-hmm. one just keep that one you know
1: it's beautiful man the whole walkthrough of the woods the smell the the atmosphere of just standing there in line E.T. saying your out.
0: name yeah. if they got it right
1: goodbye
0: Cameron, Bill Whatever the he breaks down so he just keeps coming. Yeah. I like I always makes me laugh every time you get on that ride and the person like, what's your name? What's your name? Because sometimes like Mm. obviously Universal and Disney are very tourist heavy from any country you can imagine people coming there. So you're getting names that are not Chris. You know what I mean? (laughs) And And they're and they're and they're typing it in. Sometimes I'm like, there's no, hour. there's no way you got that man's name.
1: There's no way. No. Cause they're, they're like, and to the point where I thought that they were just slapping it. You'll come up <laughs> and he'll say, oh, what's your name? Chris. What's it? Dale Shaniqua. like, <laughs> yeah, no what it is. They're just going. And I always listen to everyone's name, but mine for ET to spit. Cause I was like, there's no way that, that she got, Giannis oh, Acuntabuco's yeah, name, yeah, like exactly, no effing way, and exactly. Et just spits it out, and I was like, Yeah. Well, "How, man, dog? How did she hit that?" Hinata, Hinata, the, Hinata's mad. She wants this mad. She wants to go on the Et ride. <laughs> it's a great ride.
0: It's a great she ride. wants.
1: She wants to watch the animatronic uh, policeman go whoa when you fly over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're you right. Know sick. What I'm oh man, it's bro. A, it's the greatest.
0: Final thoughts on Evil Dead. I know we got, we we went on a lot of tangents today, but final thoughts on Evil Dead.
1: My final thoughts, my final thoughts on Evil Dead. What brought us to this conversation? (laughs) All the deads. Evil Dead, I will say the standout thing that will always be there for Evil Dead, no matter how many remakes, whatever comes through, is the effects for it. It has effects that, you know, touch near the original, the thing, in terms of just like, you know, prosthetics on the cheap and everything like that. And then yeah. the second one, the third one pumps it up. Is there's stop motion? There's a lot of effects happening one on top of each other in these films. And I think that it doesn't really get the credit it deserves sometimes for like the makeup that it does for the deadites and stuff like that. Like a Absolutely. very iconic um imagery for Ash, you know yeah. chainsaw hand chainsaw hand, which I learned was electric it was a oh, nice electric cool. motor then they shaved down the blade obviously and then left room in it so he could stick his hand in there nice you know i was like man that's a cool touch but yeah that's 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 my two cents yeah. nice man what you I think, think what you think
0: my final thoughts on the evil dead uh are i th- th- this is one of those movies there are a lot of horror remakes out there that um aren't good you, like you can again speak to that that friday the thir- or yeah the many friday 13s the halloweens the the nine eight times out of ten a horror remake is going to be terrible um but the evil dead 2013 i, I just feel like evil deads are only get better
1: mm-hmm.
0: like i've never like every and evil dead rise to me is even better than i mean sure, maybe you can argue that 2013 is better, or you can argue that the originals are better, but you're not going to say it's a bad movie. It's good. And, I, and to me, it's like, I, I love when you can uh, take a movie, a great movie, and add to it. We talked about it with this, we talked about it with uh, It, we talked about it with Dr. Sleep. Those movies are connected to classics, and yet they were able to build on it. So when I think of Evil Dead and some of these franchises, like, it, it it excites me when I hear about a new movie Uh, because it, it just like, oh, it's going to be good. I look for the next it and I hope that it's going to be good. And I think that's very rare because there's so many remakes that we see nowadays for lots of films. I just saw a trailer for White Man Can't Jump, like, the next, you know what I mean? <laughs> with and,
1: and Jack, Jack Harlow.
0: <laughs> with Jack Harlow, bro. And it's like, it, maybe it's good. I, I don't know. But, like, you're so You'd used to it. You're so used to them being bad. You're so used mm-hmm. to being like, oh, this is going to be trash. That when uh, Evil Dead reminds me of one of those franchises that only gets better. So I'm, I, I love, I love this franchise because of it. I do need to see Army of Darkness, um, but uh, the, I've never seen a bad one. If Army, if Army of Darkness is that one like the worst perceived of them all?
1: I I think so. Sure just so because like, it's such a deviation from the normal the source kind of material yeah, yeah. You know what i mean yeah sure
0: yeah so i mean like and then even then i know people that love that movie so it's like it makes me happy uh, to watch evil dead movies cuz no matter what one you're watching you're still in for a good time you don't feel like you're wasting your time you know what i mean and evil dead Rise, the newest one if you have a chance to go see it it um, will not it's loud the sound design is crazy but it will not waste your time it's it's it's
1: one of those you're gonna leave and be like I had
0: a good time, even if it's not your
1: favorite Evil Dead, you're gonna have a good time with that one. Yeah, in the words of like the the trailer dudes, be like you're on the edge of your seat. No, oh, bro,
0: there's a lot happening, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a lot happening. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, uh,
0: join us next week. We should be doing uh, if you are a fan of Power Rangers content, Power Rangers Once and Always, the new one with uh, that's that has the original. Uh, Walter Jones and uh, oh man, I am blanking on Billy's real name David Yost, I think uh, from the original series that are in it um, That we Dylan and I already saw it, uh, but we're going to be watching it with some friends that you've seen in the podcast before in our last Power Ranger episode um, Vic and Steven, along with Danny, who's uh, also a tattoo artist with Steven. dudes know a lot about Power Rangers, so if you're super into that please tune in to the next one um, yeah, look out for Adisha's uh, channel. I'm sure we got something going on there. Our last one was screwed up, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Uh, until next time, it's been Cam.
1: is Mandylance. This is Extra Butter, baby. Jeez. Goodbye,